An entitled Karen tricks me into letting her into our store before opening and tries to steal an Xbox off of one of our register counters. And I've never been more shocked by someone's behavior in my life. Here's what happened. So I work as a warehouse stock person in an electronic store. Basically, I go around to every shelf in the departments and I make sure that the products are in the place that they should be. It's a pretty easy gig, especially since I clock in and clock out before the store opens. So I never interact with customers. That is until today. It was a pretty typical morning of checking off the shelved products when I heard someone loudly banging on the locked front doors. I could hear it all the way from the back of the store where I was wrapping a security tag onto one of our new Xboxes. And this will be important later. While carrying the Xbox, I walk into view of the doors and see a 30-something-year-old woman banging her fist on the glass. I saw that she was wearing a jacket with a company color on it, so I assumed that she was a co-worker. She stopped banging when she saw me and waved hello. Now remember, I only work before opening shifts, so I never interact with customers, but I also don't know all of my other co-workers who do work during the store hours. I thought to myself, oh, she must be one of the sales reps, because they do often come in about 30 minutes early if they have an opening shift, and it was about 40 minutes until opening, so it didn't really raise any alarms with me. I walk up to the front doors, and there are two sets of them with a vestibule in between them. The first set opens to the outside and lets you into the vestibule, and the second set opens up and lets you into the store. The lady is standing outside. I take the Xbox I was holding and I place it on the register counter nearest to the door. I unlock the second set of doors and step up to the first set and begin pushing it open when the lady suddenly shoves her body through the opening of the doors. I guess waiting two whole seconds for me to finish opening the door was just too much for her. She is already past the second set of doors and walking into the store when I finish closing and locking both sets. She wasn't walking to a register to clock in. She wasn't directly walking to any department either. All she did was quickly look around the store before turning back to me and saying, where's your game section? I'm looking for a Nintendo Switch. And at this point, my heart dropped. She wasn't a co-worker. She was a customer. And I just let her into the store before opening. This was a big mistake. I start to internally panic a little, but think to myself that all I need to do is get her out of the store. I say to her, I'm sorry, ma'am, but we don't open for another 40 minutes. I thought you were one of my co-workers when I let you in. This entitled Karen rolls her eyes and says, the website says that you open at 8.30 and it's now 8.20. But I tell her that our website says 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you it's 9 so you now need to leave. But this entitled Karen wasn't having it. She said to me, I only need to buy a switch. It'll be what, 10 minutes? She begins to walk further into the store when I stand in her path. I say to her straight up, you can buy whatever you want at 9 o'clock a.m. but right now you need to leave. This lady is getting upset. She says to me, I want to speak to your manager right now. Now, I was the only one working in the warehouse that morning. We are really understaffed for the record, but there was a supervisor in the back office doing paperwork. The supervisor is a really understanding dude, so I knew he wouldn't get mad at me for letting this crazy lady in by mistake, but I made the idiot decision to deal with this myself. I say to her, I am the only one here and you need to leave. This is a good time to tell you all that I am 5'3 and I'm a 110 pound female who looks like a 15 year old when I'm really in my 20s. I do not look intimidating in any kind of way. The crazy lady got a smirk on her face and said fine, I'll go. And when she starts walking towards the door, I think that's the end of it. That is until she grabs the Xbox off the counter and tries to unlock the doors. I rushed up to her, begin to tug at the Xbox, all while screaming for her to let go and that I will call the police. The Xbox was wrapped in a security tag, so the whole time this 
tug of war was happening, the door alarms are blaring because of the tag. My supervisor hears the alarm and comes out of the back office to find me wrestling with this crazy entitled Karen. He comes over to help, but not before this crazy lady punched me so hard in the stomach. I let go of the Xbox to hold my stomach, but she still doesn't have the door unlocked. I end up puking on her and the Xbox because she punched me so hard. She drops the Xbox and goes to hit me again, but I saw this one coming and I mustered up all my strength and kicked her away. Now, I might not be strong, but I absolutely can be when I need to. But I only had the strength for that one kick. I rolled into a ball and agonized over the pain afterwards. My supervisor called the police while the woman whined in pain and was still trying to unlock the door. I guess she didn't realize that keys are used to open the doors. That is honestly insane to me. I can't imagine working the night shift or early in the morning and just stocking shelves, only to then let somebody in who isn't actually your co-worker. That's like nightmare fuel to me. Not only was she super aggressive, but she obviously tried to steal from the store. She literally tried to run off with that Xbox, all because she wasn't being served in the way that she wanted to. Like, this could have gone really badly. Imagine if she had some kind of weapon or something else that she could have hurt this person with. This would have been a completely different story altogether. So thankfully, you had help there at the store to stop this crazy entitled Karen from stealing that Xbox, because her behavior was honestly insane, and no one deserved to deal with that in the slightest. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My child didn't like any of the food that he was eating at my friend's house. So as a result, I left dinner and went to get my son McDonald's. And now my wife is angry at me, saying that I did the wrong thing and that I was being a complete jerk. Here's what happened. So a friend of my wife's invited my family, meaning my wife, our son, and I, over for dinner with him and his daughter. As long as we've known him, this friend has kept a very strict diet, which has almost always led to us eating over at his place. But he is an excellent cook, so I've never minded it. We have not, however, seen him since both of our children were infants. For dinner, we were served salmon and quinoa. My son is very mild for a five-year-old. He throws tantrums very rarely and is the opposite of a picky eater. But I could tell from how he was acting that he was not vibing with this meal. He was picking at his plate, shuffling the food, and while he did try the salmon, he didn't seem to like it at all. I asked him if he was happy with his dinner and he said no, he wasn't. I basically just laughed and said kids, right? And asked if there was anything else for my son to eat. My wife's friend said that his daughter just eats whatever he makes and he doesn't keep kids food around the house. My wife said it was fine. Our son would be fine. While he is a mild kid, he definitely gets angry when he's hungry. And this was the beginning of our night. I said that our son needed to eat so that he would have energy to play. And we apologized, saying I'd be gone for just a few minutes, picking something up for our kid. My wife's friend seemed really bothered, but said he'd try and keep my plate warm. I was gone for about 30 minutes, and I came back with a Happy Meal from McDonald's, and I ordered extra fries in case his daughter wanted any, which she was not allowed to have. By the time I was back, dinner was winding down. My son ate his meal, he had dessert, and went off to play with his friend. It was definitely a hiccup in the night, but things went fine. We had a good time, but my wife was definitely cold with me. When we got home three hours after the dinner, she told me that I was a jerk at dinner for no reason. I pointed out that if I hadn't gotten our son dinner, he would have been a monster the entire way home. To which she replied that we would have just left earlier. I said I was just looking to solve the problem as it happened, and that if her friend had been more accommodating, we wouldn't have been in the situation in the first place. She got offended on his behalf, and we decided to just go to bed because we clearly were not getting anywhere. It's been two days since, and things are still stifled between us, and at this point, I'm not 
not sure what to do. Let me get this straight. You went to somebody else's house and you decided, oh yeah, this food's not good enough for my kids. I'm going to go get some McDonald's. And then you left for 30 minutes, leaving your wife alone with these people just to try and carry on a conversation. And now you're wondering why she's upset? Like seriously, you're an idiot for doing that. That was incredibly rude. You brought your kids with you. Like seriously, what are you doing? If your kid's a picky eater, you need to bring something along with you. You can't leave it on people who don't know your kid to have food for your kid. And also, if your kid's going to be a supposed monster on the way home, you could have left earlier and stopped at McDonald's on the way home. And you say that you're trying to solve the situations and the problems as they come up, but if anything, you literally just made things worse. Like seriously, this is your own fault and you should not have left dinner like that. That was very poor manners and that was just incredibly rude. So yeah, your wife is 100% right. You were definitely the jerk in this situation and you should have thought more clearly about what would be appropriate at a dinner party at someone else's house. I got to serve my ex-wife's divorce lawyer tonight at the restaurant I work at. And needless to say, it was incredibly awkward. Here's what happened. So for a bit of background, I'm 45 years old and I am in the middle of a career change from owning a business that got hit hard during COVID to being a mental health therapist specializing in substance issues and addiction. I'm going to school full time by day to acquire a degree. So I took a job working nights at a fine dining restaurant. And this is my first ever restaurant gig. I got divorced seven years ago and my wife blindsided me with it. I decided to be the bigger person and we had a very amicable divorce where she and I split everything up 50-50, including custody. I kept the house and I even continued to employ her after we split. I didn't even hire a lawyer. We ironed it all out and then she hired a lawyer who drew it all up and I went to her office with my ex and we signed it. She went to court and I didn't. In three months time, we were divorced. It was cake and this was back in 2016. Now fast forward to 2020 and my ex is now married to a narcissist who has problems with his own ex and this man causes friction with my ex and I. It got so bad she quit the job in 2019. She married him in 2019 and things just spiraled between us. It's her life but it's sad she allowed that to happen. Before COVID, I had used substances recreationally and I had smoked the herb every day and my ex knew this but during COVID, it developed into a full-blown unbreakable addiction. I have never been more sick. I could not stop. I decided I needed help and I sought out rehab. I was very open and honest with my ex. I told her the truth. I needed help and if I don't get help and I don't get better, she needed to protect our kids from my destructive behavior. I went in, got sober, came out committed to never going back to that rehab. But when I got home, she was using her lawyer to try and basically take my kid away just for admitting that I had a problem. I was seeking help and getting sober. She basically tried to mess me over for fixing myself and being honest with her about it. And this is all when I didn't have to admit anything to her. The lawyer really tried to stick it to me. She wanted to send me to have supervised visits with my 12-year-old child for two hours once every month. And that's among some other very harsh penalties. I was never going to give up custody voluntarily. And I called her bluff and taking me to court. We ended up in mediation and I maintained my rights by agreeing to a year's worth of substance testing, which I completed in early 2020. My lawyer, who I hired because of this garbage, did a bang-up job helping me get through it with minimal loss. I don't actually fault my ex for wanting some safety net, but the lawyer was basically saying I didn't deserve my children. I have three, but only one is a minor subject to custody. And this is all because I had an addiction and I went to rehab to get better. Just absolute inhumane nonsense. How does my kid benefit from that? Now, fast forward to tonight. Our seating sections are pre-arranged, and we have a small 80-cover seat restaurant with only three tables capable 
trouble of seating six tops. Everything else is two to four tops. To get eight or ten people in, we have to push two tables together. As such, everything is reservations, and it's less than a year old, so it's always book solid. I get my section, then go look at when my tables are coming in, and how tight the turns are. I notice my first table is an eight top and a name I recognized. Let's call her Jill Morgan. That's a made-up name for confidentiality. Now, I'm thinking, man, I know Jill Morgan. Who is this Jill Morgan? And then it hits me. It's the ex's lawyer. Oh my God, she's assigned to my section. I tell the host and some others and they offer to get me out of it, but it's an eight top. She's a lawyer and this could be a good table. So I risk it. And sure enough, right at restaurant time, Jill Morgan walks in and I see her. She sits alone at the table and I ask her if she wants a cocktail. She's super uptight and I can feel the stick way up her you know what as she sits there all alone. But she doesn't recognize me. It's been seven years since the divorce visit and I didn't see her at mediation. So I am just a waiter at a restaurant. But we have to put names down on our tables and I haven't done this yet. The party starts to trickle in. I collect drink orders, I bring a charcuterie board and she is starting to loosen up. I drop my name card and I do my spiel. I make eye contact with her and it's clear she doesn't know who I am. Which makes sense. She wouldn't expect to find me here in this situation. The whole table is lawyers and I ended up endearing myself to them. I sell them $950 worth of food and cocktails and I am supposed to put on an auto gratuity for tables that have seven or more people and I told them it was policy but I dropped the check and I forgot to put auto gratuity in it and before I grabbed their cards I realized the error so I told them I had to fix it. They convinced me to leave it off and I would get over 20% so I did and it was more like 23 or 24% but hey they didn't lie. The funny thing is Jill Morgan tells me I did a great job and said that she would be back. On top of all of this the mother of my best friend came into the bar tonight to eat dinner and I noticed her right away. She moved away 10 years ago and I haven't seen her since. So between the table with my ex's lawyer who wanted to take my kids away for going to rehab I also got to visit with my best friend's mom and hug her and remember him with her together. This universe man it has an absolutely twisted sense of humor but I also believe that this occurred in tandem and is not a coincidence and it is simply the universe smiling down on me. First off I want to say that you've clearly gone through the ringer when it comes to life. Like you obviously have been through so much and you've come out the other end trying your best to just make it work and that in my opinion is a big deal. Like that is not something you should just shy away from. You really have worked hard to make it to where you're at and you honestly should be proud of yourself. And also you handled dealing with this lawyer like a pro. You didn't let it get to you. You basically just did your job. You kept it professional and you got a sweet paycheck out of it. So honestly good for you. You deserve this break in your life and hopefully things get better from here on out. My boyfriend told me to stop asking for stuff and to just accept things as he gives them to me. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for almost three years now. In those three years, I have never asked for money, gifts, anything. All I have asked, though, is some quality time and life updates every now and then. We are both new to this big city. I don't know much of the people here. And most of the time, we are apart due to grad school and work. We see each other one to two times per week, three times if we're lucky. I don't ask him for fancy dinners or anything, just that we hang out together and catch up. I also do not ask him to text me all the time, just to update me if he goes out and who he's with so that I know who to call or where to look for him if ever something happens. Well, something happened tonight. This guy kept on chatting him if he's available on Saturday. The name alarmed me because this was a guy from my high school with a history of violence and just reeks of frat boy attitude. I asked him where they were going and he couldn't give me a solid answer. He also 
keeps hiding his phone whenever that guy chats. It became an argument and he got upset. He said I was too demanding and it's frustrating. I asked him for clarification. Is it too much when I ask you for updates? Is it too much when I want to know about your life? And his answer was a big yes. He added, just accept what I give you, okay? Stop asking because it's too much. At that point, I choked back my tears and I reassessed our entire relationship. Was I really asking for too much? I think that maybe when you're almost three years together and talking about marriage on top of that, you should know pretty much about your partner. No secrets, no lies. All I wanted was to catch up and know what's going on with him. He even said, you don't feel anything because I don't ask you for updates. I told him calmly that I was monitored by my parents my whole life, but I'm aware of how controlled I felt and that's why I kept me asking for updates to the very minimum. For context, he grew up with parents not caring about him in the slightest. He got into trouble so many times and his parents just don't know. I said, well, I guess we're just two different people. Sorry. He then stormed out of my house and I just sat there confused. He always leaves like this whenever we argue and he's broken up with me at least twice over big arguments when we can't seem to find a solution. I love this guy and I've basically changed my whole life to accommodate him. I think I've adjusted to his work sleep schedule instead of focusing on my own career. He's basically the reason why I haven't gone out of my country for better opportunities. But now I feel like he's simply not the one. Was I asking for too much or just asking the wrong person? What's my alternative here? What should I do? Your boyfriend is being ridiculous. I don't think it's that inappropriate to ask him for updates on what's going on in your life. I mean, he's treating you as if he's almost hiding something, but it's not like you're being super intrusive in the first place at all. Like you're just asking him, hey, what are you up to with your friend? And that is literally it. Now, if you were seeing him every single day and you were spending every waking moment spending time with him, then this would be an entirely different story. This would be a situation where, yeah, you probably want to back off, but you only see each other once or twice a week. Asking for an update with this level of frequency of seeing him is not that unusual. So no, you're not being weird. If anything, your boyfriend's being weird. And you have every right to have a partner who's going to love you and give you proper updates to what's going on in his life. Am I the jerk for mocking my friend's husband's weight after he made an awful comment about how she gained some weight after having a baby? Here's what happened. So my best friend by the name of Jennifer, that's not her real name, just recently had a baby with her husband, Timmy. That is also not his real name. My boyfriend and I got to meet their baby boy for the first time last weekend when they came over to our flat for dinner. We have a hot tub on our balcony that my parents gave us for Christmas last year and had told them to bring swimwear so that we could go in after dinner. My boyfriend wasn't up for it, so he held the baby while us three got ready to go in the tub. Jennifer was the last person to get changed and came out of the bathroom in a bikini. I thought she looked amazing, really happy and glowing, but Timmy kind of laughed and said something about her still having some weight to lose before she'd be as attractive as she was before her pregnancy. I was a bit stunned by that comment, and even though Jennifer didn't say anything, her smile disappeared, and she looked obviously uncomfortable. She and I had talked about her struggling with the weight gain during her pregnancy, and I thought Timmy's comment was more than insensitive. I got angry because I started wondering what he might be saying to her in private if he was comfortable dropping lines like that in front of other people. So I responded by saying, she just had a baby, what's your excuse? The dude has a hefty beer belly and a double chin, but thinks he can joke about a new mom's weight? He then got really defensive and told me that I need to learn how to take a joke before stomping off to the hot tub. Jennifer chuckled at my comment and I thought that was it. But when they left for the night, Timmy pulled me aside and told me to keep my nose out of other people's business. I don't think I was entirely in the wrong, but my boyfriend 
told me I shouldn't have reacted at all because it really wasn't my business and I think Timmy's reaction speaks for itself and it makes me wonder whether I might have been the jerk in this situation. What should I do? Honestly, insulting your partner in front of other people deserves to be called out. That is really not okay and that's a fast track to getting corrected real quick. Like, why would that guy in all honesty be like, oh yeah, you gotta lose a few pounds before you're attractive again. And in that same token, if we really want to go that route, this guy is overweight, has a double chin, and has a beer belly to boot. Like seriously, what is this guy bragging about? So with that in mind, I don't blame you for speaking up. This is your best friend we're talking about. This guy had no right to talk to her like that. And you know what? If he wants people to stay out of his business, then maybe he shouldn't make condescending remarks like that and expect people to stay silent. And you know what? You're probably on the right track. I bet he probably does talk to her like that in private. And that is honestly awful. So in my opinion, I don't think you did anything wrong. This guy clearly had it coming and his comment was completely out of line. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.